Welcome to Heart, Hustle, and Humor, a show for dedicated, hardworking, fun entrepreneurs and business owners who want to build a business bigger than their own satisfaction. We all know heart got you started, hustle made it happen, and humor got you through it. This is the only place you can get inspired and motivated by my guests who are using the trifecta of heart, hustle, and humor in their business. It's time to dream higher. Today's episode is brought to you by Kaleidoscope Media Services. Kaleidoscope Media Services helps professionals scale their business by adding digital products for success. I'm your host, Dr. T. Welcome to another episode of Heart, Hustle, and Humor. I'm your host, Dr. T. And in studio today, I have Brian Witkowski. Brian has an incredible background. I want to share a little bit with you. He is a professional classical singer, actor, and voice educator turned business and mindset coach for artistic leaders, master teachers, and creative business owners. He specializes in helping clients realize their next level of prosperity and purpose through a customized blend of money mindset, business, and personal development coaching. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm fascinated because I cannot, I cannot carry a tune at all. And I think people who are singers have such an amazing opportunity to do things different in life and in business. And so, you know, when we were talking, getting ready for this interview uh, today, you really talked about the whole piece of resourcefulness as part of being the heart. And, and I think the music plays into that. So, so tell us what you're, what you're thinking and what you can teach us today. Yeah, well, based on really anybody can sing. And, you know, we all can, you know, eventually learn the skill and figure out how to match a pitch here and there and put together some kind of tune. You know, we're all at different levels in different places. And it's almost like money in the same way. Anybody can potentially bring in that kind of wealth they want to in their life if they're willing to do the right, you know, like causes that produce the like effects in it. So I kind of, you know, there's a universal possibility with the voice as there are with, you know, business growth. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you, how does this, how does the whole uh, music or artistic work that you've done play into how you're coaching your clients? Yeah. A lot of my clients, they basically, we're dealing with the starving artist mindset or the expectation that you're going to work for pennies or next to nothing. Cause you know, those exposure bucks, as they all say, where you, you're supposed to want exposure and then you'll suddenly become as famous as, as who knows who and you'll suddenly be a millionaire or something. It's not quite how it works. You know, we, most people study for many, many years, you know, throughout their entire lives and they've really built amazing skill sets and it should be rewarded accordingly. And part of what I have to do with a lot of my clients, helping them just get over the fear of saying no to people who just don't want to pay and, you know, be better ambassadors for the arts and help people understand that it has a value and it can be worth this much. You can monetize it in the right way in an ethical way and make it okay to earn more because the more we earn, the more good we can you know, turn around and do in the world and help more people. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I agree with you. I, you know, we're, we're kind of sometimes uh, we, we get this different mindset and it, and it holds us back. Um, but, but a lot of, a lot of folks that are in the, the acting world, the, the singing world, that the, there's a certain passion and how do you help people say, okay, I'm, I'm passionate about this, 
but I also need to monetize it because because there is a balance. Yeah. And sometimes when you're first starting out, you know, getting lots of money right away may not always be in the cards. But we, we're with the Internet nowadays. There are so many avenues out there we never before could have imagined back when we were kids, like just having a Patreon page and not being afraid to be an ambassador for yourself and let people see your work and you know support you in that kind of way. For example, that's an easy universal outlet that we all have access to. And, you know, there are other you know, avenues on the Internet and elsewhere we can do the same thing. So we don't necessarily have to wait around for that you know, opportunity to get you know, cast in a big show and then suddenly we're making a living doing it we can create our own avenues and pathways nowadays in new ways we haven't before thought. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, it was fascinating when we were talking and, and you talked about Wallace Waltz, uh, the science of getting rich. Um, yeah. I read that book multiple times. I started reading it a few years ago, and this is something that has really become important for you. And you specifically talk about, um, he, he talks about a creative center from which, uh, increase is given off to all. The creative center starts by my heart, which drives my desire to help more people have more of the pros uh, prosperous, authentic, and self-empowered lives and careers they deserve. And and what what drew you to Wallace Waltz? That that's a great book. It's a great book, and it's one of those things where it pisses off people on both sides of the political aisle. So you know it has to be true, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I had one friend call me a fascist for suggesting the title, even though he ran for office as a socialist. So go figure. But yeah. it's one of those things, though. It's it's universal law. It's pragmatism. It's just it's not an actual science book like chemistry, but it's a metaphysical type of book. And mm -hmm. as far as you know, that personal development, that journey with business growth, it really puts things in a perspective that you can find. You know. I guess, social, political, or personal justification for otherwise what might feel icky or scary about being rich or doing sales and so forth. Like chapter 14, the impression of increase that I always go back to that when I'm doubting my ability to do some selling, because if we're being a person of increase, helping other people, then a sale comes naturally in the right kind of way. I, I love that. The sale comes naturally in the right way. You're not it's, pushing, you're actually giving them what they want. You know, yeah. I always tell people sales isn't something to do to somebody, but it's something to do for someone. Yes. But, you know, I, like I was raised in a, you know, working class, middle class family where my parents, basically every salesperson was always distrustful. My dad worked in the auto industry. So every time we go to the car to, to buy a car to the dealership, he'd always say they're out to rip us off somewhere, watch out. You know, it was never, you know, getting the vehicle that's best for you and, you know, yeah. getting that value realized. It's always trying to save every penny you can and watch out for where they're going to screw you. What, what's going to come out? Yes. Well, we, we talk a lot about, uh, you know, the, uh, I, I like what you're saying, because when, when we're, we're talking to our clients, it, it's really about where they're coming from, what they need at the time. And, and then putting them in the right arena so they can be successful. It's not about, you know, the upsell. It's about what's going to work for you for your business. And, and I, I think that's your, your philosophy. Let's, let's figure it out what it's going to work. And, and also Wallace Waltz. Uh, my, my publisher actually is the one that, um, uh, Indie Book Publishing is the one that turned me on to, to Wallace Waltz. Uh, Henry, Henry over there loves that book. So but but you've been you've been very successful in, in many realms. I mean, you've been successful uh, when you were a, a classical singer and an actor. But now you've transitioned. You've become very successful in this coaching world. But what have you had to do from the hustle perspective, from getting out there and making shifts or making changes? And and what's your advice on what you've done and how you can help others? 
yeah, you're always just like we're always six degrees of separation from people that we might be famous or whatever. We're also six degrees of separation from the resource that we need. The question is, where do you stop along the way? And a lot of my clients, they're service providers where they're worried about their clients or their students not being able to afford any price they name. So it's like they're basically helping them at the zeroth degree. They're not teaching them how to be resourceful and, you know, go out and manifest whatever it is to pay the respectful fee they should be paying. Yeah, a lot of people have that. They don't know how much they should charge. They don't know how much they should pay. And it kind of kind of gets a little bit of, of a controversy. But, you know, I think I think it comes down to the value of what you think of yourself and your services and what the value is. It's, it's like artwork, right? I mean, yeah. the value is only in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> and what is the lifetime value of what you're doing? Like yes. that, those lessons that you're teaching or whatever, whatever it is, that's something that's going to, you know, basically make their life better for the rest of their life. What's the true value you can put on it? You can't really put a finite dollar amount and, you know, feel totally authentic with it in that kind of respect. You know, it's really, it has an infinite proposition to it. And so that's why there's always, there's a way you can always upsell to charge more authentically in the right way for the right people you're meant to serve. The people you're meant to serve. Yeah. That's, that's another thing that's, too, is I tell people, yeah. you know, mastering sales, one of the easiest shortcuts, make sure you're selling what you should be selling to the people you're meant to sell it to. It gets so much easier and you <laughs> just let does. go of everybody else you don't want to sell to. Yeah, it's it's great when you have somebody you're talking to and they're that you're a perfect avatar. They know they need the work and, and you don't even sell it, right? They end up asking you, how do I work with you? That's when you know that's the right person, that the engagement is going to be like extraordinary because you're both on the same page. Um, but but what have you yeah. what have and those you conversations done? that go by so fast too? Yeah, yeah. What have you done very specifically uh, when you when you you know, you're sitting there and, you know, it's Friday afternoon and you're getting prepared for next week. What's going on in your mind so that you can prepare to be able to get going and, and really accomplish a lot for the next week? One thing I do is just, you know, there's obviously calendaring and sometimes we get so caught up calendaring, we don't have time to enjoy life. So Friday night, I'm probably making plans to at least get a martini or something somewhere. Yeah. Well, you got to have that too, right? <laughs> So, so Friday afternoon for me is a, is a lot about, you know, looking ahead and saying, okay, what, what do I need to get done? What do I want to get done? And, and quite frankly, wh where am I going to take a break? Um, you know, most of my listeners know I, I like to go out and, and do a little golf or I like going to the movies and, and I have to plan that. Otherwise it doesn't happen. I also like spending time with my family. If I don't plan it, it doesn't happen. And I can just get into work mode constantly. So I like the, the balance part of, of the hustle. Yeah, and when in doubt though, those, some of those books that I just carry around with me to, to read if I do get bored or something like that. And, or there's always your podcast. I can go back and re-listen to some of your episodes because they're, they're all amazing. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, but let's talk about the humor part because we all have to have some fun in our lives. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate to admit that sometimes it feels like I'm a descendant of George Carlin because I've listened to probably way too much of him when I was a kid when I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> I won't swear uh -oh. right now. But. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, mentioned when it when it comes to humor uh, that that sometimes uh, having humor or having levity and getting rid of the that uh, you didn't use the word negative, but sort of the things that come in it it create it it helps you lift and it helps you uh, get some rid of some old habits and raise your beliefs. I mean, what, how are you using humor? 
Yeah, in my coaching work, sometimes it's just as simple as, you know, we're reliving the boomer life, you know, stereotypically as far as how they think around work and money and so forth. And sometimes you just got to like say that that's, you know, you just got to laugh at it, laugh it off and realize that's it's, you know, look at statistically and so forth. You know, the numbers are just not there to, you know, recreate your grandfather's career. You know, we're in a new kind of world and sometimes we get stuck in that mindset. So we just got to use humor to get around those things. And then also when a client might be stuck, for example, just think of something, something hyperbolic that's crazy that they wouldn't possibly imagine that just, you know, sounds outrageous. That way you're not possibly, you know, in, interfering with what they might actually be their answer. It's true. We get, we get so in our head that we don't, we just, we, we create more of an issue within our head and, 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 and we can't get ourselves out. Um, I, I know that, you know, sometimes I just sit there and laugh at myself and go, wow, what was I thinking? I, I, that, that didn't come across right or wow. And, and that levity helps me, helps me move on. Um, you, you know, when you're working with your clients, I mean, what is your, what is your process to help them sort of get out of that sediment, that out of the, that negative thoughts and, and sort of really become uplifting and be able to move forward? One of it's, it's a matter of just letting go of some of those beliefs that they have and, you know, address what, what if we could, you know, think differently around this, whether it be what they could charge for their services, you know, how to, you know, what would it look like if, you know, what would your fees say about you if you decide to name this price and you decide to accept that whatever your price is, that's your message to the world that that's just simply, you know, your position and your, that's reflective of your expertise and what you're meant to charge, as opposed to chasing after, you know, whoever can afford whatever. That was one of the problems I had for the longest time. And that led me to this business coaching work is I just didn't know, I wasn't honoring my own worth. I was just, you know, stuck trying to just take any student to teach lessons to that I could. And I just wasn't doing good work and I wasn't working with the right people and so forth. So really, you know, own that price you want to charge. And how would that feel if you could just own it and let the right people come to you as opposed to, you know, not, you know, as opposed to worrying about what other people might think who are just not meant to be your client. And sometimes going back to humor, all else fails. You just got to say, you're not my client. Have a nice life. Yeah, well, it, 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 it's true. I mean, because we do people that we do people a disservice when we're taking on people that don't that don't match our avatar. But having the clarity of who they are, what they do and what they need to match what you can offer uh, is is an incredible opportunity for the both of you. Because I do believe that when we're in the world of coaching and consulting, it, it, it's, it, there is a mutual benefit. Um, and it's not just monetary. Often we learn from our own clients. Um, yeah. and, and so I, I love that, that part. The more the client pays, the more you actually learn from them. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. I, I, I know it, it's... Uh, don't tell them um, that though. <laughs> well, and, and this is a lot of why, you know, I love doing the Heart, Hustle and Humor podcast because I get to meet so many people in different industries from where they came and where they are and how they're helping people. You know, I take it all in too and, and learn from that. So Brian, what, what's next for you? I mean, what, what's coming up for 2022? Yeah, for 2022, I'm with my business coaching work. I'm putting together some simplified offerings for, I'm offering to work with clients for a whole year where they can really have, you know, some safe space to really think through some things as far as their goals and their purpose and figure out what that next business offering is for them and how to get comfortable with the idea of doing the sales and putting together a good, you know, 
sequence of you know work that's on their terms and on their schedules so they can really get comfortable with what they're next most meant to offer and really take their income up to that next level and let go of those more of those limiting beliefs that we have because no matter what level we're at there's always another level to get to and there's an old level of beliefs we need to shed and we need the right you know support system out there to kind of do that so that's my coaching work and also with my singing work i got some recitals and stuff that i'm contemplating for the new year and singing at church again and slowly getting my voice back into gear and I've let go of trying to just get any role I can on the resume for the sake of getting another line on the resume. And I just sing and act what I feel like doing. So, nice. you know, seeing where the opportunities take me and focusing on the music that I love as opposed to what I think I have to do to have a, you know, supposed career or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful because you're, you're staying with some of your passion from the singing perspective, but really helping people in 2022. And, and I think, you know, everybody needs a little bit of a shift for 2022. Things are going to be a little bit different and, and we're all, you know, grappling with what's next and, and having a focus for yourself and, and the, uh, your clients. And, and, and as we're wrapping up, there, there's one thing that you said to me that I, I want you to just um, elaborate a little on is you consider your business a work of art that expresses my life. What do you mean by that? Yeah, it's being an entrepreneur. It's like the business growth is it's a personal growth journey, too. It's like I like to joke that sometimes business coaching is actually life coaching with a tax deduction. But uh, basically, <laughs> we're, um, you know, we're when you're g- going deeper into your own life, figuring out where your true strengths are and what you're most meant to do. And you shed the things you don't want to do. And eventually you get better at delegating and you hire people and so forth. And you start focusing on what you're the things you're most meant to do. And that's your business can be the artistic expression of your life. It's like your own big painting that you uniquely are creating. So, and that's one reason why we, you know, need help when we're starting out businesses, when we're solopreneurs and so forth, putting ourselves out there because it's, we are basically putting ourselves out there and, you know, like the artistic expression of our life. And it's, you know, it can be scary sometimes. So we have to overcome those fears, but it's something where when we're doing what we're most meant to do, then life becomes better ultimately once we get over those fears and we start serving who we're most meant to serve. And, And when you were talking, I got this very vivid picture in my mind of a blank canvas that goes up on the wall and it's like it's like this beautiful white blank canvas and sometimes it's hard to put the first stroke on there because you don't know if it's going to be right and you're thinking about it and you don't know but once you say I'm going to do this I'm going to focus and you put that first stroke on there then it then the colors become something and you can build on it you can even change it if you want and, yep. and to me, that was the, the image that came up for me when you were talking. And it's okay if not everybody likes it, because I always tell people too, like, just accept the fact that around one third won't like you, one third won't care, but another, the last third will like you, and that is more than enough to have a, create enough prosperity out of those people. One third is all we need for prosperity. I love that. <laughs> I love it. Well, and how do, how do folks get a hold of you? Yeah, to get a hold of me, um, my website's thelucrativeartist.com www.thelucrativeartist, all one, as one word. And I have a Facebook page and I have a private Facebook group called CEO Artists where I let invite people in where we do kind of think more from that CEO business mindset. And I share a lot of, you know, resources and so forth and also make it a safe place for people to share their own work. Because when in doubt, you know, the more you share other people's work, the more they'll share yours. And, you know, businesses yeah. helping other businesses, you know, helps make more businesses get more business. Absolutely. And that's what we're here to do as entrepreneurs is help other folks and help our clients and, and, and go forward. So, well, I, I really appreciate you being here today. I have so many takeaways from you. I, I think this, this artistic piece 
really helps create, like I said, that, that vivid picture of where we're going. And, you know, you talked a lot about, about uh, you know, your value, what you're charging, that it's that money mindset, it's the business, getting them all aligned. And so you can just nail it out of the park. So I, 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 you know, I want my listeners to reach out to you, check out your uh, website, thelucrativeartist.com, and we'll also have that in the show notes. And, and again, Brian, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. And for my listeners, if you like this episode, please subscribe, like, share with your friends, and leave us a review. Continue to dream higher. Until next time. Are you a professional looking to take your business to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go to KaleidoscopeMediaServices.com. Check it out. And if you feel you are ready, then set up a time to talk to me and my co-founder, Laura Neubauer. I'm your host, Dr. T. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share this podcast with your friends.